afternoon, good evening, good morning. This is Coach Ray Blast coming at you with the recipe menu Monday. I'm excited to be here as always. It's my pleasure to lend my voice to you to talk about some incredible things that are happening in our community because health and wealth is the future of my people. And who are my people? Each and every one of you that are listening to this program now. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, our Intentional Talk Radio Network for the great people over there and the incredible work that they do um, to not only help my show get its word out, but many of the other incredible podcasters that are on there. And it's just an impeccable company. You know, uh, black owned, black operated, you know, and, and this is a great way to help circulate the wealth inside of our own, um, you know, community. Um, many of the other communities do it themselves. And uh, I'm not afraid to talk to anybody of color or my counterparts about how important it is to have the, the dollar of your community circulating in your community because my counterparts are the ones who have, uh, definitely master that in the United States. Okay. So um, I'm just excited to be here. Uh, uh, Shout out to Kenny Hendricks for making sure that, uh, uh, you know, the the show starts on time. Got my intro music. Uh, Thank you for all the editing and great things that you do to make this happen. Uh, uh, Shout out to my, uh, you know, official, unofficial co-host, Miss Colette Williams. Uh, She has the uh, greatest voice in radio. Um, I don't care what they say about Sherry uh, on, on Steve Harvey's show. Um, nobody compares to this woman's voice, especially wow. when she t- especially when she talks about me, right? You know, right. it's uh, it, you know, it's 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 almost like having that that auntie, right? That that knows, you know, because uh, uh, my mother, for y'all to know, no, my mother passed away when I was young, so I always had one aunt that was like so ride or die for me. Like no matter what I did, <laughs> no matter what I did, it was just like, oh my God, he's the greatest. Even though sometimes I was, you, you know, you are. Worse. So you are. <laughs> you are the greatest. Oh man, you know, you and, and, and and so I always got to give her a nice shout out, um, you know, on here because anytime she lends her voice, man, it's 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 always incredible. It's and always back incredible. And back at so, you. So. Got a couple of topics we're going to talk about today. Uh, today's sponsor is uh, ME. It's going to be me for today. ME um, is a company that is called AndreBlastingGame.com. Make sure you go check it out. I am a coach, speaker, and uh, chef. I own a catering company here in Dallas, Texas called Heavenly Catering uh, Consultants International, where we do coaching, catering, and consulting. So when you get a chance, check out our website, heavenlycateringdfw.com. I'm going to be my own sponsor today, right? Uh, I'm going to save my other sponsors for the rest of the show. So with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and hop into today. You know, health and wealth is the the topic of my show, whether it be from, you know, mindfully eating, mindfully, you know, uh, consuming and your thought process or, you know, being mindful with your money. And we're going to talk about a couple of things today. One, we're going to talk about the emotional relationship that we have with money that we shouldn't. Number two, we're also going to talk about the wealth inequality in the United States with some updated facts, and we're going to expand upon that more, and I know Colette's going to have some wonderful things to say 
day. I mean, this is a woman that it's that you know has experienced those seven, eight, nine figure, you know, type life and type industries, you know, <laughs> in there. So, you know, and, and she meets people like Danny Glover on a regular basis, right? I mean, just oh. randomly. I mean, who who randomly meets Lethal Weapon, right? I'm just saying. So Oh, and um, he's he's gonna be doing another Lethal Weapon. Oh, another one. Oh, now, he didn't goodness. you didn't hear that from me. He didn't say that I could divulge that information. <laughs> well, everybody listening, one. act as if you didn't hear that, because I'm yeah, excited to see it. You didn't you know, hear that. Well, what happened to the I'm getting too old for this stuff line? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, right. he 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 he's he, he's uh he probably saying he just says that for the movie, you know, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's I don't think he's getting too old for that, you know. I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah. So um so yeah, so and then um the first topic that we're gonna have today, uh actually we're gonna talk about um Mr. Mr. Hoss. I don't know if y'all know who that is, you know, uh, uh Mr. Whistleblower from 60 Minutes last night. Y'all mm-hmm. heard anything about that gentleman? Now are you talking about well, I, I heard about the woman who was a whistleblower, but I didn't hear about Mr. Haas. I'm sorry. You are correct. We're talking about the same person. Oh, okay. A white woman. Yes. Yes. I said, I said him and Mr. Meaning to say Mrs. Oh, that is a hundred percent my fault. Kenny, make sure you edit that out. We don't want anybody to know that I didn't pay attention to my, uh, to my newsfeed, but um, I, I found it interesting today that, um, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp are all currently down, right? Mm. And they've been down for some time. And it comes on the heels of that particular conversation that she had with 60 Minutes last night. And it was interesting because I have not quite seen the the show yet right but uh, uh francis hogan is her name mm-hmm. francis hogan she was interviewed last night at 60 minutes and in that interview she revealed some things to uh, uh to the world about the safety and security of facebook of course something that most of us know but the problem was is that it took it to that next level by saying uh oh you, this site can't be reached isn't that convenient you know now, 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 uh, 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 Instagram or WhatsApp aren't even gonna pull it up, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, um, CNN says it like this Facebook went for, just went from bad to worse. He said, uh, they suffered outages, uh, today, according to the public. And, uh, <laughs> said, we're aware, this is one of their, their Facebook people said, we're aware that some people are having trouble accessing our apps and products. We're working to get things back to normal as quickly as possible. And, uh, we apologize for any inconvenience, right? And so, uh, they didn't say why the outage was, but I find it very interesting that this woman comes on 60 minutes and talks about how Facebook's security is, mm-hmm. you know, and talks about that Facebook is all about the profit and not the people. And there's not great enough security in it. And then also the fact that social media already diverts the attention of the youth 
And that's why we're having a lot more problems with their self-esteem and their confidence, things of that nature, because it's given them this false sense of celebrityhood. I like to call it the, the God factor, right? You can be anything you want on social media. So you can be completely broke from the slums, from government housing to trailer park to homeless, you get a hold to a phone and at the right angle, you know, you're the most popular person on the planet. You right? know, Dre, and, I, I watched, didn't just real quickly. I, I watched that yes. interview and I yes. sat there with a very unsurprised look on my face. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It, it's I'm about good. profit. We are we're yeah. in a capitalist yeah. society. It's about profits yes. and what makes profits. Really and profit. then yes. you bump that up against the, uh, a right to free speech sort of thing. And I'm sitting there think, thinking, yeah, and, you yeah. know, this is, this is, it's pretty much what I would expect a company like that to do because they see the dollar signs. They see more ad, more clicks, more clicks, more clicks. So they continue to let that happen because it means more clicks and more clicks relates to more dollars. So, yeah, as can, bad as it is, can, it's very right. unsurprising. And they can very easily refer back to the Constitution. They can very easily say it's it's a constitutional right. It's called freedom of speech. But, mm-hmm. but let somebody different do or say something in the public's eye, and it's no longer freedom of speech. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a thrippled-edged lie because I'm not a Facebook person. I haven't been a Facebook person. Anytime I post something on Facebook, I'm going in the back way and I'm adding a happy birthday comment to somebody that's got stuff going on. I don't even know how to do that. It's been a mess from the beginning. And when you allow the entire world to have access to something like this, you're surprised, really? Why why are you surprised? It's all about (laughs) the click and the dollar. Why are you surprised? Don't be surprised. In fact, stop being surprised about that and get to work on the things that really, really need the attention of smart people because Facebook is not it. See, what, what, what has happened? No, that's, that's actually good because, you know, it, it, it gives a great conversation about capitalism in this country and the ability to make money, um, which is one of the reasons why a lot of people from foreign countries love to come over here it's all um, about to, making the money. Yeah, you know, the United, the, money. the United States, uh, you know, we're, I mean, we're modern day Rome in, 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 in a sense, you know, um, infrastructure is a little bit better because we've lasted just a tad bit longer with this high end, high uh, profit society. But um, as history has notated, you know, <laughs> communities that they come like that, they often fall. Like right now, Rome is just a great city to visit, Right. It's no longer the the hierarchy that it was. Greece is a great city to visit. It's no longer the the hierarchy of of, of, of the pinnacle of society when it came came to you know capitalism and, and and having growth. So it's interesting to me that the timing of it all. You get a young lady that comes on sixty minutes that exposes Facebook. And didn't tell us anything we didn't already know, but most people that are stuck on social media, 
that necessarily, and this this is no offense to those those people at all. I want to put that disclaimer out there. For those that didn't grow up without social media being a presence, they don't understand that it was always about the money when they created it in the first place. Like even if you go look at the stories on how Facebook was started or even how Google was started, it, it was started with good intentions and then they saw the opportunity to capitalize, right? Facebook started off as, I think it was called FaceTime or Face something else when they were on um, their Ivy League campus. They wanted to find an additional way to communicate with each other. And this is during the tech boom phase, you know, in the early 2000s, right? And in developing that, it was supposed to be an in-app or in-house community of communication between students on a college campus. And that's how it started. It didn't start with the idea of turning into this billion, billion dollar company that was going to be an advertising mogul. It had humble would be the best way to describe it. Beginnings and motives that turned into this conglomerate of false entitlement, this conglomerate of false security, this conglomerate of false celebrity status, right? That no, that no one seems to have the ability to control. It's, Correct. It's out of control. And, and Mark Zuckerberg, who's a kid, he has no ability on how to control Facebook. And, I mean, he was a kid and, when he created it, he when he stole com- it, yes, um, created yeah. it, sorry. He, he created a, it. Yes. According to, a, according to the court of law, he already paid those guys their $33 million for the idea. Right. But keep going. Sorry, but keep going. He, he's a kid and he saw an opportunity. He saw something that he can and could create and he's done it. And uh, Sandberg and... Zuckerberg's wife, they can't control it because they're right there, freedom of speech. They're a part of the capitalistic problem. They're a part of what Congress tells them to do. They're a part of this country. They're a part of what's wrong. So in in terms of controlling Facebook, it is out of control. It is a wild fire that nobody will be able to control. They better get used to it. They better get used to it. There's a lot of damage that has been done by Facebook and the people on Facebook. So they're not going to control it. They're not going to control it. And it's like anything else in this country that has gone wrong, like so many things. What do you do now? Yeah, it's interesting because what's what's going to happen now is that the first thing that I knew was going to happen, there was going to be some kind of congressional meeting to discuss this. And so the first thing that I saw this morning when I heard about it, because I've been on Facebook for quite some time. And when I first started with Facebook, I really enjoyed the the interaction with some people um, that I had lost touch with in my, you know, in the nineties, right. Um, because we didn't have phone numbers and people changed phone numbers, different things like that. So getting into the social media realm for me, it was great because I would have some friends, you know, pop up, find out some friends that were, you know, uh, passed away that I didn't know. Cause you know, I moved from my hometown to Texas. And so during that time, 
you know, we're just getting into emails and et cetera, et cetera, right? So for me, I thought it was a great concept in the beginning to connect with people um, that I didn't, that I didn't have any more connection with, you know, lost their phone numbers, called their parents' house, right? And parents' phone is disconnected or the parents moved or something like that. And, you know, being a kid in the 80s, it was kind of like you had everybody's phone number memorized, right? You had a, a, a little black book or a little notebook that had people's phone numbers in it. So even as old as they got, you know, you still kept that same phone number. You know, it's I, I think it's always interesting when I have friends that change their phone numbers four or five times in like a year, right? Because I didn't grow up like that. Like I still have the same cell phone number from when I got my first cell phone in, in I take that back my second cell phone right and so when when i saw facebook i never looked at it as an opportunity to uh, to profit and it may be you know it, it just my thought process was a great way to connect like it was originally made and then facebook started getting into advertising they started getting into um you know adding adding celebrity pages and groups and things like that and so they took it to another took it to another realm right and that's when it began to become very commercial because, of course, Facebook saw the same opportunity that Google saw. I could put out all this free content and then get other people to pay for it. Doesn't that sound like our country, right? Um, you know, OPM is a very popular term that's used in the, in the very wealthy, the 10% and the 1%, other people's money. If if I can figure out how to make an entire gain off somebody else's money or the sweat equity um, of those people on the backs of those people, then I'm going to go ahead and do it, right? And with that, it has caused social media to spiral into this in, in, in into this pit or this abyss of falsehood. You know, I mean, there are some people out there that are legit celebrities. There are some people out there that are legit, you know, famous for what they do, right? And then there's like Instagram famous and, you know, Facebook famous. It's like, if if it wasn't for those platforms, you wouldn't be famous like a shout out to Danny Glover again. You know, Danny Glover was in the era of no Facebook and social media, right? But when you say Danny Glover's name, you know, all kind of movies, you know, um, whether you, you like him as a villain in color purple or you like him as a detective in, <laughs> you know, in, yeah, in lethal, uh, weapon. lethal Weapon, right? So, but that era is gone. You could come out and put out one movie, hop on social media, and that movie could flop. But if you put enough buzz around your name and get enough people to follow you for the antics you do or the clothes you wear or who you endorse, you know, you can have, you know, a million followers and everybody thinks that you're famous and you're really not. I mean, they did that with, um, right. what is, what is that, that, um, doggone other channel they came up with, um, a channel, uh, not channel. TikTok. It was a, uh, no, not TikTok. Well, TikTok's a whole nother beast. Clubhouse. It was OnlyFans. There it was. And then they, they came out with an OnlyFans and OnlyFans was kind of like, it started off as the PG version of um, <laughs> people's, people's fetishes. That's what I'll call it, right? And then it turned into something where now they're trying to get it where you can't you know, put any nudity on it because it, be, it has become almost pretty pornography. What? You know, where people are paying, uh, so don't, don't tell me y'all don't, y'all have never heard of OnlyFans. Yeah, I've heard of it. So only fans. Yeah. So young women go out there, put their 
they'll they'll have a YouTube channel where they get scantily clad, and then they say, "Come to my OnlyFans channel." And then you can go to the OnlyFans channel, and they lose the only the scantily clad clothing and show you much more. And what? what's interesting about that? Not that I've ever uh, done Kenny, that. What's interesting <laughs> yeah, about right. that, Kenny? <laughs> you know, um, it it's not just the women. What? It, okay. That's why I say fetish, right? Because there's a, um, I'm going to think over here by, by the end of the show, but there was a documentary, a um, Black China, I believe, Black China did, where she talked about uh, how OnlyFans has turned regular ordinary people into millionaires, right? And one of the people that she had on there, that's why I talk about capitalism in this country and live with this Facebook, you know, it's the greatest country to get rich in, but it's also the greatest country to commit suicide in. But um, and she it's had only fans, only fans, o- correct. Only fans. Yep. Only fans is that only fans. I think it's that Kyle, but I'm not promoting only fans on here. Just so you know, but Thank I you. had to talk about it because it, it's popularity grew to the point where we had people who are millionaires from only fans, documented well, how, millionaires. But how do they become an only fan? Oh, how do they become millionaires? By being on OnlyFans, you well, send them money. Is a subscription service. Yeah, you send them money because so you the, pay for it. Yeah, really? Uh huh. You pay for I've it. Never, See this never right here? It. You have to log in and the whole bit. You can't just go on and peruse. You have to create an account, mm-hmm. and then you got some girl who's willing to take her clothes off, and you pay her to take her clothes off on video. Yep. Oh, so this is online pornography. Online strippers. They don't call it. They don't call it, or That's it's not it even is. classified as that because the way it started, once again, it wasn't started with that in mind. Much like how Facebook was started to be a communication and has turned into what it is now. Some of the OnlyFans, like I said, the documentary that she put out. The, the reason I said that there was one guy that they that they followed. That's why I said guys do it too, right? He had. Um, cause I only watched like the clips of it and oh he, gosh. he was making almost $20,000 a month showing his feet. What? Only his feet. Right. Like literally just his feet. Like he wasn't showing the rest of his body. He wasn't, you know, flexing for the camera, you know, um, and, and things of that nature, but people would pay him for him to, you know, rub his feet, put lotion on his feet, um, you know, food, all this craziness, you know, on there. And people did it. And then OnlyFans turned into, um, you know, a dirty word after a while. Because um, it, 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 it being, wasn't. She quit being an ICU nurse to make six figures on OnlyFans. I, you know, Claire, I'm surprised you had not heard about this. No, I've never heard about this. This has been this has been a a a interesting topic topic for quite some time because it was making people instantly rich to just be themselves. That's how it started, and then being themselves turned into, you know, a, a borderlining, yeah, borderline pornography, and then of course. Now, you know, you got to have a subscription and you got to pay and different things like that. And so they're changing some things about OnlyFans because OnlyFans put out a statement that said that's not what they wanted to be. We didn't plan. We didn't create this to be a a porn site. You know, that's not how we created it. 
but then it, they it, allowed it to turn into a porn site. In 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 a sense, I, they well, did uh, what they did was is it's similar to it. what happened with Facebook. They lost control, and by the yeah. time they've caught up with it, like now, now they've put restrictions and things on it. And if I remember correctly, uh, the last article I read. Um, they're removing the people that are um, doing things that in a, in a sexual nature. Like, so now you have to be covered up. You know, you, you can't do the things that they would do in the world of pornography, basically, you know, and when they put out that statement, I, I brought that up to say, I was, I was actually impressed because I hadn't been on anybody's only fan page. I had just heard about it. And then when I read that article, I was like, man, they're taking a stand pretty quick. You know, most people would just go ahead and grab the, you know, grab the bag, like we call nowadays, go ahead and grab the money and keep it going because we all know sex sells. So it it, it wasn't far-fetched in my mind to see somebody make it twenty to $30,000, you know, a month to what? show their body off, oh you know, God. because I mean, it's been around for ages, right? And you know what? But, I've got to say this, Shell, go I've, I've got to say this. Yeah, I'm a baby boomer and I'm a very proud baby boomer. And this is what our society has come to. This is what we've come to. And it really, I get mad when I think about where we were and now where we are. Because we we take the very lowest road that we can find. We take the very lowest road and we rely on the constitution to allow us to get there. And the Constitution works when people want it to work. But when we have issues such as the border, the Constitution doesn't apply to those people from Haiti who crossed the border, who were treated like worse than slaves. So it doesn't apply there, but it protects the people who go to the lowest common denominator. It goes as low as anyone could possibly get. So they bring up the Constitution. They bring up the Constitution in fighting, wearing a mask. They bring up the Constitution at the absolute worst times when it doesn't even apply. But here, there's freedom of speech. And kids have to be monitored so that they don't go to OnlyFans. But we have to allow kids to learn everything either by a phone or a computer. There's no other way for them to learn. They have to learn that way. And it's not about fighting technology. It's about what technology has done. It's about where people have taken technology. It's no longer served as the greater good. We've evolved. We have evolved. Because so, it is it's gutter. So yeah, in in in, in saying that, um, especially bringing up OnlyFans, what I thought was interesting, like I said in the article, was the, um, it was a CNBC article, was the fact that OnlyFans started in 2016, and by 2021, you know, um, people people selling their body, you know, for money became very very prevalent on OnlyFans right and in August of this year you know uh, OnlyFans banned sexual content from their OnlyFans page right 
And what I thought was important about that is no matter how they spin it or why they were pressured to do it, they still did it before it spiraled into something worse that they couldn't keep a control of like Facebook has. No offense to Zuckerberg at all. Great concept. You lost control, my friend. And you've got Instagram too and WhatsApp. And see, I love WhatsApp because I use WhatsApp internationally. And WhatsApp is just, is, 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 is a simple platform where you can, you know, call, you can do video chat, no different than, uh, you know, Telegram or Facebook Messenger, anything like that, right? But it's down too because it's also owned by Facebook and whatever their breach of the problem is, you know, it has turned into a, um, an issue because of its parent, Facebook, having someone come out and say, you know what, they're all about the money. They don't, they don't, they don't care about the people, you know, and because of the freedom of speech and because they put it more on the, you know, parents to monitor and pay attention to these things, which they should not saying they shouldn't, but at the same time, you know, Facebook is, is known for, you know, telling people uh, um, that they're going to ban hate speech and violence and, you know, the put up of missing misinformation, right? And <laughs> unfortunately, you know, people are going to be upset about that because Facebook really doesn't do that. They say they do, but I've seen some people that go, that, that they can't even re- repeat some of the things that they allow people to do and go to what we call Facebook jail, right? Where you can't post for 31 days because, you know, you're giving hate speech, but then you'll turn around and, you know, promote something, you know, uh, promote something in one of their their media platforms for you to buy a product from someone who's known to be, uh, um, you know, a pedophile or something like that. It's 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 interesting the way it is out there, and it comes down to that, you know, that wealth gap. You know, uh, Facebook's got a lot of money. And when you got a lot of money, a lot of times you get to get away with a lot of things. And so it's what, just, what is a follower? Why are they making all this money as a follower? Or or somebody's following them. 16,000 followers. What do they do to encourage people to follow them? What could I so, do to encourage people to follow me? All right. So if you're speaking of social media in, in, in general, shout out to uh, Nikki Saunders over at uh, Extreme, uh, Eric Thomas Aspires, social media guru. The reason that you have followers, right? Followers boost up. The best way to describe it would be like the same as somebody watching the television show for ratings, right? Um, you know, Nielsen does the ratings. And so when you watch something on television, they can dictate, hey, this show's got 1.5 million people that's watching it. That's something we need to keep in this time slot or maybe expand upon it, right? So if somebody has a bunch of followers, that's more people to see more content. So like someone that has 16,000 followers, I can start advertising to those 16,000 followers based on an algorithm of what they like to watch, what they like to follow and what the person with all those followers have, right? Because when you ha- when you have a certain number of followers, it it creates a buzz of advertising for new things, new products, new new anything, concerts or whatever. And 
the more followers you have, the more famous you become. And these social media platforms, especially Instagram, um, they'll start paying you for spots and advertisement when you have so many followers. YouTube, um, me personally, YouTube is probably one of the best at it. Um, YouTube is all about building content. So when you get up to 100,000 followers on YouTube, you know, you get an opportunity to advertise um, you know, different spots for YouTube and YouTube pays you because you, you basically have a, 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 a following that is going to support you because if you get that many people to follow you, that means they support you in some kind of way. And if I can advertise my McDonald's commercial to your hundred thousand people, all they need to really capture is 10% of that market. And I get an opportunity to go to a whole market of people that I may have never got to on my own. So that's why the followers are important anytime you're building a brand. Because the more people that you have following you, the more popular you become, the more endorsements would be a great, great way to say that, if you will. It's kind of like, you know, athletes, athletes, you know, the, the better that they play and get more recognized, the more endorsements, you know, Seth Curry winning all those championships you know, people want him in his commercials, you know, because a lot of people follow him, you know, him and his wife do, you know, the little cooking show on Instagram, a lot of people follow him. So people want to partner with him because he has a huge following. Michael Jordan, same thing. You know, he did that with, with uh, uh, the Jordan tennis shoe, right? I mean, he became such a prolific player. People wanted him in McDonald's commercials. I don't know if y'all remember that Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, McDonald's commercial where, um, man, it came out in the 80s, um, I mean, early 90s, where they say, I'm going to throw it off the backboard, off the rafters, off the basketball court, going in for your Big Mac combo, right? Um, I think McDonald's showed a 27% increase, you know, that year from that commercial, um, you know, in their sales. So that's really what it is when it comes down to those followers. And it comes down to, um, um, having those, everybody wants to get the blue check. You know, the blue check means that you're certified with so many followers and the social media companies will begin to pay you to advertise on your platform. So that that's why it's what do these followers do? It does that. I mean, Colette, take a, you know, a, an imagination. If you think about all your family members and all your second and third generation um, family members, right, right. right. Your family probably easily are reaching to the thousands, five thousands, maybe even ten thousand, right? So you take all your first cousins, their kids, and their first cousins, their kids, and their second cousins, so on and so forth. And imagine, you know, you got a giant family cookout, and each one of them uh, followed you on the radio, what you're doing in intentional talk, talk radio, and you ask each one of them to donate one dollar, okay. right? You've got 5,000 family members there. You just put $5,000 into, you know, ITRN, right. you know, just by asking. Not right. that you advertise anything, not that you said, hey, why don't you buy this cornbread for me, right? Why don't you buy this plate for me? All you said was, hey, we're all family. I've got this. You should donate a dollar. And you get $5,000 return. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's that would be my description of the importance of a follower, because for Facebook, when you get a follower, that means that they're watching Facebook. 
Right. And in the feed, Colette, you post something today and you say happy birthday to somebody, right? Everybody that is a friend with you has an opportunity to see you post that happy birthday. So it loses 7 billion in hours as Facebook plunges. Wow. Yep. That's all advertising dollars. Wow. That's all it is. All advertising dollars. Wow. Oh yeah. Facebook's having a tough, Facebook's having a tough day. Well, and there's nothing they can do about it. Nothing. Well, there is something they can do about it, but me personally, like I said, I'm going to go to this. When I was talking about the wealth gap, it's um, (laughs) this is strategically set up because they're probably making some internal changes on how their policies and procedures are as far as people posting and what they say on the internet to rival what Francis said last night in exposing them. It's a strategic plan. This is not happenstance or a coincidence. Yeah. At all. Well, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, his net worth went down to about 102. He's going to have to move to the south side. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) South side of Chicago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's only worth (laughs) 120.9 billion now. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Man, that hurts. He's going to have to start. He's going to have to start driving a Kia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's going to probably try to file for food stamps. Uh, He was only worth 100. Let's see. and, And Bill Gates. He lost nineteen billion since last year, since the thirteenth of September, which was last month. Man, he, he dropped a twenty dollar bill. Yeah, he was worth nearly a hundred and forty billion. Yeah, he dropped a twenty dollar bill. Man, it happens. Somebody How, picked it up and yeah. spent it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is, that's, See that wealth gap and thought process. It's like to us. Oh man, yeah. I'm like nineteen. Like even when you put that up, seven billion. Their total yeah. assets is one hundred and fifty nine billion. Wow. So him losing seven billion was like dropping a hundred dollar bill, right? Because if he lost seven billion in just hours, once he fixed the problem, yeah. guess how many more people are going to come back in support? Because that's usually how it happens. You know, Facebook is the bad guy. You know, I'm even gonna give an example like R. Kelly, right? R. Kelly gets convicted of everything he gets convicted of, right? There's been more circulation of his music now that he's in trouble than it yeah. was then. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it, and it's crazy because, yeah, crazy. you know, I told, you know, I was, I was joking with somebody the other day because I saw this meme online. Uh, people were like, oh, now we're, you know, killing the culture. We're banning R. Kelly, but y'all didn't stop going to Subway, right? Y'all remember what happened with Jared? Jared, the spokesperson oh. for Subway many years ago, and yeah, he got called he on the phone. Um, child pornography, child sex with minors. He was being recorded on telephones and uh, yeah, traveling, traveling to New York for sex with young people. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. And they had all this documented, right? And of course, you know, Jared was the poster child for losing weight in Subway, weight. but yeah. people didn't stop eating at Subway. No, they people didn't. didn't stop eating at Subway, right? That's, and that's so right. we we were talking about it's interesting that R. Kelly gets into all this trouble. He's probably going to make more money in jail than. Um, <laughs> Then, then when he was uh, on the street, more people are going to actually, you know, put it out there. And so the same thing is going to happen when Facebook cleans up this mess uh, that has happened. He's losing seven billion now, and once they crash, and well, I'm not going to say they crash. This is a 
perfectly set up for them to fix some internal stuff, basically. Oh my God. Look at it's that. It's a perfect yeah. setup, you know, to it do is. something internally. Yeah. So yeah. that's an interesting uh, the thought. In, what'd you say? I said, that's an interesting thought that they've done this semi quasi purposefully to reset. Just remember this yeah. show is about the wealth gap, health and wealth. See, it's a mind game that they're playing right now. People mm-hmm. think that Facebook and, and everybody listening to this, you're going to hear it from my mouth. People think that Facebook is being hurt right now. Yeah, no, it's an opportunity. They saw an opportunity to fix some of the issues that were going to come up later anyway. They just didn't do it like OnlyFans, where OnlyFans came out and said, we're banning sexual you know, content because this is not how we wanted our website to be, right? They was like, okay, it's got this way. It started off whatever, but we don't want this site. This was, so we're banning sexual content. If you put sexual content on there, you won't be able to run your OnlyFans, right? Facebook was so past that portion that uh, 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 they didn't have that opportunity. And then you get this young lady that comes on here and says different things about uh, uh, misinformation and uh, hate speech and violence and stuff, how Facebook is misleading the public. And not even 24 hours after this whistleblower, you know, this has got to be one of the most common whistleblowings I've ever seen in my life. I'm not a huge political guy, but I do watch money. And when a whistleblower talks, most of the time it blows the lid off something that was truly undercover. It's never something as simple as, as you know, as this, right? Because this is not something we all didn't know. We just don't want to acknowledge what was going on. Right. right. But she comes out here. It is 12 hours later. And the most predominant apps that Facebook owns is down. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we can't use it. We can access maybe some of it, but we can't post. We can't take anything down, like comment, share all those different things. I even went into my WhatsApp because I was like, okay, wait a minute. This can't really be real. I went to my WhatsApp and um, text one of my guys that live in the Philippines. And I'm still looking at the clock on my WhatsApp roll. And that was three hours ago. Right. And I said, okay. I said, this was a strategic setup, not saying the whistleblower was the strategic setup, right? But it was set up. They were waiting on someone to do something like this because now they have an excuse to make the changes to their platform that they want to do, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, whether they want to stop, uh, um, you know, the ability of people to have multiple accounts, you know, if they want to. Uh, uh, take certain ethnic groups off if they want to take certain political parties off their platform if they want to take certain religious uh, groups off their platform if they want to add an additional algorithm that's going to be able to pay attention to really pay attention to your movements kind of like google does you know you ever, you ever notice you're having a conversation with somebody about something and in a, an hour or two, you know, that just happens to pop up in your feed or in Not a commercial, you Not know, yeah, anything yeah. like that. Yep. You know, like I'm talking, yep. like I'm talking right now, I'm probably going to be able to pull up. Facebook's going to be the first thing to pop up on my page and then Jared right. from Subway. And then, yep. you know, I, I, all that because the way the algorithms are set up and see Facebook, in my opinion, because I'll be honest, this is probably something I would do. If I got somebody that's going to uh, quote unquote tell on me to mom, you know, I'm going to figure out a way to fix it. 
even though I know mom already knows and I'm going to get in trouble for it, but what can I do to lessen the blow, right? I already picked the switch off the tree, mom, because I knew you were going to come get me. Mm-hmm. There it is sitting on the table and it's not a flimsy one either, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mom's still going mom's still going to tap my backside, but instead of getting 27 to 37 licks, I might only get 10 because it's like, oh, well, at least he accepted the fact he was wrong and he already <laughs> knew that I was going to go and, and and get to tell him to get a switch and he already knew what was going to happen. He was prepared. You know what? I can give him a little bit of a break and that's exactly what's going to happen when Facebook emerges from this. They're going to look like a phoenix coming from the ashes because <clears throat> I mean, $7 billion, you know, uh, <laughs> on a publicly traded company, man, that's just, man, by the end of the business day, he'll probably have that back, in all honesty. Lunch money. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And and it's 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 great in the grand scheme because, I mean, if I was worth $150 billion, I wouldn't want to lose $7 because to me, it's the same as if if I'm worth 100 bucks and I lose 70 bucks or lose 7 bucks, right? It's still the same thought process for me. And I'm pretty sure he's thinking the same way. It's like, man, $7 billion is not that much. But it's a whole lot if I don't stop the bleeding. If I don't put a tourniquet on this on this bleeding right now, that seven billion is gonna turn into seventy billion and turn into a hundred and seventy billion, and then we back, then we're in bankruptcy, right? And that 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 wealth gap intelligence on how strategically they put stuff in there is definitely one of the things that's missing in the community of color because. Most of us are probably looking this from the surface. Oh, he's losing all this money because he's doing something wrong, as opposed to he's strategically putting this together to be better. Because to be honest, they say, uh, you know, whether it's good or bad publicity, it's all good publicity, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he's getting a lot of bad press. There's going to be people that don't even get on Facebook that are going to these news lines to see why Facebook is doing this. They just think, just put that in perspective. Right. Like Colette, like for something as simple as you not knowing about OnlyFans, right? So you're exposed to it now because I said something. Mm-hmm. But just imagine, just imagine if OnlyFans had the kind of money that Facebook did and put that out, you'd have heard about that story. Right. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans is only five years old. It, it, it started oh. in 2016. It's five years old. But we're not old? talking about something... Yeah, we're not talking about a company that was, you know, 10, 15 years. It, it started as a spinoff from social media because people were, because ladies, it did start with the ladies. Kenny's right. But uh, the men are heavily involved too. But it started off with, you know, Instagram with people uh, putting up pictures of, of them in their bathing suits and, you know, showing their bodies, not necessarily, not necessarily uh, 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 sexual on purpose, but it's just like, you know, I'm at the beach and I'm taking pictures, right? But then you've got, you know, the women that, that are, uh, a bountiful <laughs> in their look, right? Bountiful. But they're on the beach, right? But they're on the beach and they're twerking and they're popping and they're dancing and they're, you know, living living life, if you will, right? And then it turned into, if you want to see more of my original content, come over to this this page here. And then that's when it spinned off into the, the, the whole sex thing. But if they had, they'd have been around like Facebook, someone like you would have saw the news uh, and would have started on C, uh, CNBC or CNN or something like that and be like, what is this? Look and you're going to do exactly what Kenny, 
Yeah, going to do exactly what Kenny did, you know, yeah. when he went to go pull it up. So you yeah. can see what OnlyFans was. Yeah. Now look at this. It says someone deleted large sections of the routing. That doesn't mean Facebook is just down. From the looks of it, that means Facebook is gone. I wouldn't go that far just yet. Yeah. But what this yeah, is, these, those are all IP addresses and routing. And this is how the internet works. You've heard, Chris, you've heard of IP addresses. Every device mm-hmm. has an IP address and, and locations have IP addresses. This is how information gets from one point to another, how it knows where to go based on the IP address. So when you delete a large section of the routing, it doesn't know where to go because the internet is basically ubiquitous. It's everywhere. There's no one thing called the internet. It's all these interconnected devices all over the world. So it's routing from here to there. So just to, for me, this conversation we're having may be getting routed through New York, through Istanbul, all over the world just to get to each other. And so that, that's what these are, these routing changes. That's what makes the Internet work. Now, again, I would not go so far as to say it means it's gone, but we're, we're going gonna to have to wait to see how serious this is at this point. And well, uh, you're going to say, and... What what was the cause, and what are they going to say, and how much real information are they going to give us? Are they going to really tell us what happened? Again, is it something that they've done coincidentally and conveniently? Maybe they're making a lot of those changes that the girl was talking about. Oh, we've got this outage, but in, in, in reality, they've taken everything down, and they're making those ty- types of changes in the background, and they're blaming it on the outage so they can say that we've done something. It could be any number of things. You know? right. So we're just going to have to wait to see how this pans out. It's going to be very interesting, though. Man, it's going to be very interesting, you know, because this is this is this is straight dealing with money, <laughs> you know. So it's kind of like you, when you think about your 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 website crashing and it's down for a period of time. That means people can't come in and buy your product. They can't listen to you know what you talk about, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you lose money in that time working behind the scenes to adjust it and fix it, right? But at the same time it builds up a little bit of anticipation for when you do return. Right. And this is one of those thought processes. When I think about teaching people about the wealth gap, even if Facebook does go down and Instagram goes, does go down and shut off. I can guarantee you with a hundred percent of surety, they already have another social site that is ready to take its spot that's affiliated with them, almost like um, uh, 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 when somebody buys buys a store that has bad management and they call it a, a new ownership, new management, and so it makes people think they can still come in to this to this place, and it's run by different people, but they still got the same bad service. I'm telling you, this is probably <laughs> one of those things that is is going to transpire where you know Facebook reemerges and uh, has bought TikTok. Yeah. Facebook reemerges and and is now partnered with, you know, Google, who owns YouTube, you know, now partnered with Google. Mm-hmm. And now it's called Facebook Reels. I'm, I'm, right. I'm telling you, it's the, the way that they think about money in the 10 percent and the 1 percent um, in the world, not just our country in, in the world, the way they think about money and how it evolves and revolves um, in our countries is just like that. It's like, okay, Facebook may go down and it's, you know, a $160 billion company. Well, what are we going to do to do that? 
We're not going to let the government bail them out because they're not, they're not like right. General Motors yeah. or they're yeah. not like, you know, some of the mainstay companies that is in the tax law that we got to help them because you're going to lose a hundred thousand, you know, workers and really mess up the unemployment rate, right? Facebook is at that point where the government could step in and bring them back up because if Facebook goes down, it's going to be a lot of jobs that's going to be lost. It's going to be just like General Motors and anything else. So what would happen is that all those people would just be transferred over to whatever the new Facebook social, whatever the new site is going to be. You know, instead of it being Facebook, you know, it'll be, you know, mouthpiece or something. So the, basically right? they brought, they've come into the too big to fail sort of. Exactly. Area. They are mm-hmm. in that realm of too yep. big to fail. Now, if they gradually fail, that's different. That's different. Yeah. If it was, if it, if it took Facebook, right. If it took Facebook the next 30 years to go bankrupt, it's just what it is. Kind of like with Sears, right? right. It took Sears almost 150 years to go bankrupt, Right those one of the, some of those things that that the government is not going to step in and help but facebook being as big as they are going down in the next two or three weeks or two or three years either the government's going to step in or we're just going to see facebook go down and all of a sudden you know a uh, uh, um face notebook is going to pop up <laughs> you know it's going to be something something as 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 simple as that or tiktok becomes the new thing and facebook partners with tiktok on a secret deal underneath as a publicly traded company oh facebook goes bankrupt tiktok skyrockets mark zuckerberg board member of tiktok who knows but that's how they think about the wealth in this country and because us as people of color we don't we haven't been privy here in the United States to, to, to have enough capital to be on that level, to be sitting in these meetings, to even know about these decisions that possibly could happen. Because I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm going to say with about a 95% of surety, everybody that's wealthy knew this was coming. Look at this, global everybody loss wealthy, greater than $160 million per hour. Yep. New York Times, unlikely a hack. Facebook employees unable to enter the building in the AM. That's what I just showed before also. This is second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth hand. So we don't know if there's any truth to things like employees being unable to enter the building. Um, but servers likely behind problem. That doesn't make sense to me because the servers that allow you to enter the building should have nothing to do with the servers that people are accessing for Facebook. That's a weird thing. Well, you know, it just depends on their security system is my thought. You know, they could have a security system that you got to put your hand in or you got to put your eye in. And when you think Yeah, about but, but again, that, that, that's, that's not part that should not be. I don't know why that the infrastructure would not be part, should not be part of the infrastructure that people are accessing Facebook and Instagram. Those should be completely different systems. And most companies, that would be, that system would be outsourced to somebody completely different. Now, how they well, have to put those. Unless you put those protocols in to shut people up so they can't come into work and make any changes. And that may, that, 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 that may be it like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, hey, you know, I always think about those again. I always think about those movies in the eighties and nineties that dealt with AI. Yeah. And see, I've spent like 40 Terminator years and stuff like that. I spent right? 40, so, 40 years working in data centers and the right. security system so, was never connected to the client systems. 
But think about what's, what is the best way to keep your staff from being held accountable for anything that you do or uh, uh, be able to be tracked if they can't get access? Well, that's that's why I think this is something a little bit different because what they, they're doing this to keep the employees from getting in there to, to do – doing something that's going on behind the scenes. Right. If they don't want people to get into the building to know about. Those yep. two systems, I just cannot imagine – a world in which the systems that your clients or customers are accessing is the same system. No, it can't be. be because it just can't just be. for situations like this, exactly for situations like this. If we go down, yeah. that means people can't get in. You'd have those separated. They'd be, have to have diverse routes and the whole bit. So there's 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 something really interesting. Well, again, whether we will find out, probably not, but we'll just have to wait and see. And yep. that may not even be true. That could be just part again, yeah. Of, again, this is fifth, yeah. seventh, sixth, seventh hand, so we don't know. Yeah, that. So that could Thanks be for great just, conversation. right part of what they're telling the public. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, in exactly. Valley. We don't know what's going on. So as as long as they can keep it under wraps, they are going to work it out. They are going to feel that they're good, and they're going to keep on pushing. They want to become too big to fail. They have to be. So, and whether we think this is the right thing, they're going to do something because the whistleblower, she blew. She told the world about the real Facebook. And I'm sure there's more. There's yep. more. Oh, so man. the best way for them to deal with her is, is to shut her up. Yep. And shut down the whole thing. We don't want nobody to know what we're doing. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's strategic. It of course is strategic. It is. Yeah. It is. It is strategic. And even if Facebook goes bankrupt today and they shut everything down, Facebook already has a new app for them to transfer over to. I'm telling you. They, they I, would de- have, I would definitely buy into that. Yes. Yes. They mm-hmm. already have the next great thing. Oh, man, Facebook went down. You know, let's check out, you know, a, a face novel. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's going to be something and it's going to be something so simple and minute. They're going to be able to just wheel it on in. Yeah. And, Facebook you know, too. Facebook yeah, and too. Then, mm-hmm. and Facebook, Facebook 2.0. And then Instagram yeah. is going to come back, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because of the different changes that they were making with Instagram going from being um, about pictures to being video. Right. So, you know, Instagram will come back up. It might just be Insta instead of Instagram. It might just be Insta, you know, or Graham yeah. 2.0 or yeah. something something simple and they're going to ease it right back in and whatsapp would be what's up exactly mm-hmm. just take out what just instead of app it's going to be upp right what's up what's and up? then they're going to get martin to endorse it right right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man we're already at the end of the hour i ain't even getting into my into my actual notes of content <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> love these kind of conversations man so uh, to all my people out there listening, man, thank you so much. You can tell it was a great show. I forgot to give a shout out to, you know, in, in, in Intentional Talk Radio Network for allowing me to have this platform to speak. You know, I like to do my commercial breaks for them and talk about my other great podcasters. 
But um, after you listen to this show, make sure you go to itrnradio.com and um, go to the link that says, you know, host and other podcasters and see some incredible shows on there, man. We've got doctors on there um, that are bringing some incredible information about health and um, the change of society backgrounds. I mean, there's some some great shows on there. And, uh, you know, my co-host and Kenny, they both have a great show. They come on on Tuesdays. Um, you know, change matters. And so you definitely want to tune into that because um, we're ending the series tomorrow, if I remember correctly. Correct. Um, um, on on time to tell the truth. So make sure that you that you tune in and come back to Intentional Talk Radio Network. And um, here's my good news you could use before we chime off. I learned something incredible this morning listening to my personal development. Anybody that knows me, I'm huge in personal development. But um, we need to take time to understand that when we have recreation, we have to take the time to recreate. That is the basis of recreation. You know, we, we go and we take vacations and we go... And we don't take the time to really recharge, recoup, recommit to who we are. We plan out these vacations, but we don't take the time to really recreate, reinvent, get back to some things uh, um, that truly made us happy. We just try to unplug from the everyday when we're supposed to recreate. So take time in your recreation today and recreate. That's some good news you can use. Thank you so much. All right. This has been The Recipe. The Recipe with Chef Andre Blast right here on the Network. Thank you for joining us and as always Andre, it has been a pleasure yes, to ma'am. serve with you and you always have a great show. I'm always excited to join your show. Wouldn't miss it for the world. So thank you very much, folks. And that's right. This is the Intentional Talk Radio Network, and we've got two more shows this afternoon. We've got In Your Own Words, and we also have Mindful Mondays. So come on back. You've got a couple of hours to get your cold drink, your warm drink, or anything that fits your fancy. So come on back right here on the Intentional Talk Radio Network, 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 and 8 Central Time. And as Kenny Hendricks says... You do the math for the rest of the time zone. So come on back right here on the Intentional Talk. Have a good evening.